hello. <coughs> Glory be to the Alleluia. To the world. He is risen. Oh. That's that's the wrong one, isn't it? He is risen Easter, I think. Uh, you're the you're the uh I'm the theologian of the podcast. Yeah. We're in we're fucking pivot. trouble, mate. If I'm the we're theologian, pivoting. we're going to hell. If you don't look like a murder, if you're feeling a little sad, if you buy your gift a pound and love fitness and sex chat, if you don't matter in nonsense and it's pouring on and on, if you don't look like a runner with your good friends Nick and John. Hello and welcome to Download Like a Runner, a long forgotten podcast eliciting a vague memory of running fitness and tech. I'm Nick. And I'm the Reverend John. The Reverend John. Oh, now I'm going to have to keep a bit in before the intro, just so people understand why you've referred to yourself. Oh. I mean, you've already, already you've ruined my no-edit policy on this podcast. Well, go on, do your intro again, because I think, I, think I think you're finally there with it, mate. No, I'm sure about illicit, I'll be honest. No? Okay. Is that, is that the wrong word? Um, it's kind of the right word, but it's just... Mm. Mm. What are you grading me on, that? Fifty um, two. It, it sounds. It sounds like you're. You, it sounds like you're reaching for a bigger word than you need. Uh, interesting. I just didn't yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. Invoking. Um. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who. Uh, I'm just a guy who uses big words. So I'm not going to apologise for my education. Let's go again. It's so it's a long forgotten podcast. Yeah. <laughs> casting. Yeah. Casting memories. Yeah. You yeah. see. Yeah. You see. It's gonna. I think we stick with it, mate. I'm not okay. going to apologise for my education, John. I'm just not. Do it no. again, do it again. We'll no, it I'm not going to do it again. Oh. <laughs> That's it. This is a show. No, no, a one show knows, no, no one knows why I'm a theologian, so it's confusing. I'll have to keep it in. Right. <laughs> Put it in at the end, and then they've got to stay for the, oh, for the yeah, show. Yeah, just and then they'll hear our adverts for Casper mattresses in the middle. That's it. That's how you do it. You've got them. You see, it's like we've never been away. This is so slick. We haven't. No. How have you been? I've been fine. Shall we? What? Whoa. It's been a while. For, oh, for in, the listeners. In, for the listeners. Yeah, obviously, we, we talk to each other every day, but I mean, for the listeners, it's been a while. So, <laughs> for the listeners' benefit, how have you been? <laughs> I've been good, Nick. Thank yeah. you. Just just so no one's concerned, like, we weren't off for, what, four months because of any problems? It hasn't been four months. It's not. It, when was the last one? Well, the, oh, well, so the last one, the last one was much closer than four months, but no one's heard that. Yeah, I was going uh, to not mention that, but yeah, Huh? I was going to not mention that episode, but... Oh, okay. It's all right, you're not going to edit it. It's no, satisfying. well, he's going to have to stay in now. Yeah, we, did, um, we tried to record just before Christmas, and um, it was... Uh, even by even by our own comeback standards, it was <laughs> It was giddy, wasn't it? It was giddy. It was giddy. I was quite drunk by the end. Were you? Uh, yeah, um, there was much time when we recorded it. No, we recorded it at night. That's what we we banned night records for a very good reason, and that was that every time we did it, I always got quite drunk. Okay, so it's like I can't be. It's it's like I can't be in your mental presence either physically or just audibly mm-hmm. at night without getting drunk. Right. Nothing to do with you. I'm not, I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying it's your fault. It feels like you're sort of saying that I'm enabling you in some way. Uh, encouraging. Um, mm. is probably the word I'd go for. Um, so yeah, so we, we've, I've not even listened back to that to decide whether to bother to edit it or not because even at the time it was quite clear it was not going to go out. There was some good stuff in there, but I mean, you'd have to wade through quite the mountain of shit to find it. Anyway, four months. Has it been four months? 
Uh, I don't think I don't think it's been four, it can't have been four months. Let me if check. it's been if it's been four months, then I'm surprised we're even here bothering to restart because it sounds like we finished October twenty third. Three months. I mean, that's two, two and a half. Two and a half. Really. Okay, two and a half. All right. Well, you know me. I like to over exaggerate. What you've done, what you've done is, is you've said, well, that was October, then there was November, then there was December, and now it's January, so that's four months. Oh, exactly, yeah. We've mentioned four months in that run, so it's four months. It's fine. But, but Everything's for, fine. Forget, but forgetting that a month kind of goes on for a whole month. So. Yeah, I made that same mistake when I was thinking about how long I've got to train for the Mania half, because I thought, oh, I've, oh, got, okay. I've got four months because it's April, but it's actually only three months, so now I'm Content, panicking. right. right yeah, we'll come, to, we'll come back to that later. I'll come back to it later. I want to talk to you first about Christmas, John. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a lovely Christmas. You're not bloody allowed to say Christmas anymore, are you? But you are. You are. It's perfectly fine to say Christmas. I, I'm allowed. Yeah. As, as, a, theologian. as a theologian. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a good Christmas? I I did. did? I um I observed all the all the main things that, that one does. In fact, I just had a mince pie before we came on tape. I've got a couple left. I need to demolish. I um I I'm want... going to miss having Chris, uh, mince pies for breakfast. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I've already started to miss having Quality Street and Miniature Heroes for breakfast, to be honest. It's um, quite the balanced start to the day. But... We're very much against the run of play, though, because um, uh, obviously this is the time of year when everybody's going, oh, well, I can't wait to get back to a normal diet. I'm like, mm. it's a bit overrated. I was actually very good over Christmas. Um, I was very, very restrained. I was quite proud of myself, yeah. I actually uh, I managed to lose weight over Christmas, which was quite a wondrous thing. Nice, nice. Uh, any particular uh, observations, notes, recommendations you want to make there? Or is that just, um, just going to... I would say, again, I think and... this might touch on a topic we might pick on later, but I think not eating meat at Christmas really does uh, mm-hmm. adjust your kind of gorging. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I think there's so much meat around, it's easy to pick um, when you're a meat eater. That said... You end up picking at mostly carbs, so... Oh, I mean, my diet has been bread and cheese for... Mm-hmm. I, I went to um, multiple Christmas parties where the vegetarian option was bread and butter. And it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, luckily for me, I, I fucking love bread and butter, so it was pretty good. It was good bread and good butter, so what more can you ask for? Was it artisanal? I, I don't know, I think it was just like, you know, par-baked, what. Oh yeah, in a bag. You just stick it. That's nice. I like that stuff. But there, right? That's all right. It's nice. It's nice for a little, uh, a little buffet. Um, so Christmas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we ate, we ate badly. Um, but did I, I'm just going to quickly put my Michael McIntyre hat on, which you know I've got knocking about. <laughs> John, <laughs> John, um, did, did you have to do any? Uh, did you have to do any Christmas tech support for your family? Uh, Christmas tech support, not so much, not so much. No. Uh, just a little bit of, little bit of battery changing here and there. Um, essentially, my job uh, these days is to walk around the house picking up objects and making sure that they're plugged in uh, and holding a full charge yeah. for when any other member of the family decides that that's something that they want to use. Because sure. n- just just to be clear, no one else in the house is going to do that, mm. and everyone in the house is going to be upset when the particular device that they want. Isn't ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No responsibility. You're not teaching them responsibility there, John. I think you should uh, should be a, a hard line. You're not plugging mm. it in. If it's not charged, it's their fault. Yeah, um, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But also, I value the ability to be able to go and have a nap. Mm. So True. it's it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, you are you are nearly forty, so I guess <laughs> yeah. you do you do need that rest. Um, I do. 
I my tech so far has been largely moving the two AAA batteries we have in the house between devices um, <laughs> as, as required. Uh, even though every single fucking device these days is like you screw in the battery, so you have to. Uh, I'm constantly carrying a small screwdriver around me. So yeah, can, what's that all about? Eh? So I can move these, um, the two Poundland AAA <laughs> batteries I've got between the. Uh, between the so what, mate, the end of March can't come, uh, can't come soon enough for me. Go, go, go on. Well, Brexit's going to sort that out for starters. Is it? Why? That's no. got to be an EU regulation, mate. Bad yeah, screws, yeah, probably. Mad. probably. Yeah. Uh, the only other bit of tech... Um, Once we're out of Europe, mate, kids will be able to just take batteries out of whatever they want and just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> as, so, as, they, as we used to back in the good old days. Look at me. I'm fine. Yeah, I, I have many batteries and... Um, <laughs> it's all fine. Every, as you can tell from me, I'm very well adjusted. Um, the the only other bit of text what I did was actually after Christmas. Um, I got a call from my father-in-law. Um, it, it start, I'll be honest. It started quite badly, right? Because uh, he says, um, "Ah, oh, um, I went to look at this thing on the internet. Oh, gee, okay, um, and it asked me to install Flash Player. I was wow. like, oh no." No, no, no. Um, and he, he went ahead and installed it. And uh, as you can imagine, it was just now riddled with malware. Brilliant. So uh, I had a, a fun time. It was pretty sophisticated malware as well. I had to start. I had to, the only way I could get rid of it was via the command line. I had to run some stuff wow. in. So I had to take control of his machine and start running some command line actions. And I'll be honest. Uh, it was an incredibly enjoyable hour because I got to. I was going to say this, this story started like, off like you were going to complain, no, no, and now it, it sounds like this is a gift. I basically got to feel like uh, zero cool. Just <laughs> being like he was just watching in awe, just occasionally going, "Wow, wow, what are you doing now? Like, this is amazing. Thank you so much." I'm like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. This is just uh, it's just a thing I know how to do. I'm just going to fire up the command line and copy <laughs> from Google into the command line to work out how to break, like, fix this malware." Oh, amazing! It, it was pretty horrible malware. Actually, it was like it was just one of those ones that takes over your browser and mm. replaces your home screen and your search bar and stuff, uh, and then like logs everything you do. Mm. But it was very hard to get rid of because they'd done like deep, deep system preference, like text file setting stuff. Wow! That you had to get rid of. So it was pretty, pretty grim. But that was the only, the only bit of uh, tech support I did. Didn't really have a very tech-heavy Christmas, actually. Got a life hack for you for the for the kids' battery screwdriver situation. Sure, go on. Buy more um, batteries. Is that no. a, is that a hack? No, no, no. It's in a, in a lot of ways, it's flying in the face of um, the reasonable steps people have made to stop your kids from eating the batteries. But um, give your kids screwdrivers. Sure, it sure. works. Yeah. So, see, I am teaching them self reliance. In a way, I mean, I I need to like I do need to get more batteries though. Really. That was the actual yeah, I mean, solve for yeah, this problem. Poundland, mate. I know, they don't last very long, do they? The worst thing uh, is our... They last long the, enough for that. The reason we're kind of like... Um, my, my battery situation in the house is a bit like the... You know one of those puzzles where you've got plastic squares, but mm. there's one empty mm-hmm. square and you use that mm. to move around to try and make the picture? Mm. That's my battery situation. I've got... I've got I'm one well I'm two batteries short essentially of a full set for right. what I need. And the problem is that our thermostat takes AAA batteries and if it 
if it if they die, the thermos the heating just doesn't come on. So the like, thermostat takes AAA batteries, mate, and you, uh, you're at the level of nicking from the thermostat. No, we've nicked from the toys to put in the thermostat because a thermostat takes priority. <laughs> oh, I, at least there's some good reasoning going on here. I mean, apart from the fact that you could literally buy batteries, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's our to-do list today. To be honest, is to go and buy some AAA batteries to avoid the situation. God, your day's packed, mate. <laughs> it's pretty. Ten a.m. with John. I took a day off. To re- I took a, a day battery. off to record this podcast. So you can stop complaining because I had no time in my schedule today to do this. So I took the day off. So wind your neck in, son. Anyway, so yes, I'll go and buy some triple A's. Uh, the other thing I'm going to do in town when I get there um, is I'm going to get myself a Greg's vegan sausage roll, baby. Oh, nice. I'm going to reckon... stick it to the man. <clears throat> do you reckon they will be in stock or sold out? I am hoping Hinkley is not OPSEC. Hinkley is not a particularly veggie place. Mm-hmm. It's not the most cosmopolitan, bohemian town you've ever been in. I would mm. imagine that there'd be a fair stock left. Unless they never even got them in because they're like, we're not going to sell any of these here. But I definitely want to so, try it out. So I've got, um, while we're, while we're uh, you know, blowing our cover here, uh, I've got a problem that if I want to get one, I'm going to actually have to commute somewhere mm-hmm. to do it. So where where we live, the sort of the village area with the shops and stuff is um, half an hour's walk, fifteen minute cycle, five minute drive away, right? Mm-hmm. So I can I can get there fairly easily. That's that's non non controversial. But there's this big new development they've built. that has got all sorts of restaurants and shops, and it's really nice. It's really coming on, but um, it's a bit fancy, mate. Mm. Down there, it's a bit fancy. Mm. Well, it will be where you live, yeah. Well, mm, yeah, I know, I know. I'll, I'll take that. Because because it will be. Um, all all I want is a little bit of love and a Greg's. But instead, I've got a Sainsbury's and an M and S and a Waitrose. Now you don't need those three things. No, you, w- one of, and then a little. That's what you want. I'll accept two of the three. But yeah, one I think Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's and one other. Yeah, you can't be having a Waitrose and an M and S. That's madness. Oh, because by the way, it's an M&S food hall. It's not an M&S. It's mm. just a food hall. Mm. So it's like, oh, well, I'm sorted for bits then, aren't I? Where am I going to go and get some shopping? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dear me. <clears throat> and instead of a Greg's, we've got something called a Warren's Bakery. Ugh. And it's like Greg's quality at Fortnum and Mason prices. <laughs> I'm not into that. No. Do you remember? Because Greg's quality is fine, by the way. Yeah. Do you remember for what it is? The, the Greg's near the uni that was yeah. the... Um, Bargain basement Greg's. He was like the the ex catalogue Greg's. <laughs> you get four thousand sausage rolls for a quid or something. Yeah, that was, that was a great place. That's, yeah, uh, it literally had all the remainder stock from all the Greg's around the area mm. bundled up in uh, in 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 deal bags. Oh, so good, incredible, so good. Uh, so I'm getting glory bit, days, getting a bit wistful. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm yeah. looking forward to a vegan sausage roll. I hear there's a McDonald's um, vegan thing coming. Yeah, and more importantly, there's uh, there's a, uh, a kids meal veggie option, right? Yes, because you, so, your your child is uh, yep one of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he has to he has to get uh, an adult meal and then buy an extra toy. Um, <laughs> that sounds a bit rough, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not great. It's not great. So he'll be he'll be pleased with that. I told you about um, McDonald's in uh, in France, though. <laughs> You've not, go on. 
Well, you know, the thing about Make Europe is it's the little differences. Yeah, it's the little differences, mate. You go into McDonald's in France and there is no vegetarian option and they look like you like you're insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the main regional variation there. Is just like, well, everything's meat, lads. So, well, I mean, I sort of up. like because Burger King's like that here, isn't it? I don't think Burger King's got any sort of veggie option. Is that right? Oh, spicy bean burger from Burger King, mate. How oh, is it? Is is the food of champions? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. When I, I used to eat meat, I used to go to Burger King to get a spicy bean burger instead of going anywhere else that sold anything that wasn't that. See, it's a difficult one because I'm I'm sort of like. Um, I don't know. So there was a fry, there's a fried chicken place. Let's say there's right. a fried chicken place. Like, right. should a fried chicken place right. provide a veggie option? Because it's like if you if you're putting your steak in the ground of like we sell fried chicken, your steak in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it would have been better if I'd have talked about a steak place. But yeah, like if, you know if <laughs> if you uh, do you know I mean if you if you were saying this is what we do. Do you really have to provide a veggie option? I'm, I'm, you know, you don't have to pander to me. Um, I'll go somewhere else. No, I suppose, I mean, I suppose if, you, if, if you want the business, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, fam- famously, you can go to a fried chicken place and just drink beer um, and not eat any food and yep. then die, mm-hmm. as as we did. Yeah. Um, that one time. Yeah. Talking talking of places where we've been to do stuff. Go on. Um, do you see? Uh, do you see? The, do you see the story about the ghetto golf in the uh, in the news? No. <laughs> Oh, apparently, so the the media are, are are loving this this story and are reporting it in a disgraceful way. Uh, apparently, uh, hardcore sex scenes were sh- shot in the ghetto golf just hours before people arrived to play, um, and people are scandalised by it. So uh, there's been. <laughs> there's, people have realised that people have been filming porn in ghetto golf outside of hours. <laughs> okay, so. But hours before, yeah, like not during. So yeah, so I mean, how long do you think it takes to clean up? I mean, well, this, this is this is the thing. It's, it's the way it's the way that the newspaper reports it because the newspaper's enjoying pretending to be outraged about it. Right. Um, they they had an amazing quote from one guy, and he was like, um, he was like, oh, I was I was playing there just a few hours afterwards. That's unhygienic. That is. And I'm like, what. Has, you, has he like, been burn your bed after you have sex. What Every, are you talking everything, about? Everything in that place is unhygienic. Oh, oh, that's disgusting. Good God. I mean, I'd be more worried. I'd actually be more outraged about the idea of someone having sex in there and the sort of horrible things that could be that contracted at that point. <laughs> oh, there's, no, there's no way I'd be taking my clothes off in that establishment. Like, I like it, but like, it's not. I mean, I'm glad. It's not, so. the, pl- it's not the place to be, to be naked. No. No. It's uh, the the reporting of it is on a level with the reporting of uh, of vegan sausage rolls and how uh, outraged people are about about those as well. That's just weird. I, I, I read something from the other side of the vegan sausage roll thing, though, like a response that someone was making to uh, these kind of people being really upset that there's uh, there's no meat in their sausages anymore. Um, Whatever it is, there's one, meat in their sausages. Just not, well, yeah, not meat are, in my sausage. Vegan. Yeah, that's fine. But some somebody commented um, who was from the kind of the pro vegan side of the of the debate mm. going, oh, I think I think it's lovely. It'd be really nice to be able to go out for a meal with my friends. And I'm like, what? To Greg's, to Greg's mate. To Greg's. <laughs> going out for we'll, a meal. We'll get dressed up. Get dressed up. Does does my is my tie on straight? Does, <laughs> oh, she 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 just comes and just you come like, oh come on, Clive, you can't be going to Greg's looking like that. I oh, know. I don't I, I don't get out to nice places. 
very much. Come on, Clive, come on. Get, get your head together, all right? I know you've not been to Greg's for a while, but now I've got a <laughs> vegan sausage roll. You don't want to miss out, do you? Everyone's going to be there. <laughs> We've got a babysitter just for this. Fucking <laughs> okay, eight quid on MC again. <laughs> don't fuck it up, Clive. I'm going to say this laughter break to just take my jump off. It's very hot in my house. Cool. Okay. So, I've no idea if you... I don't know if you can still hear me. Um, I'm guessing... You back? Oh, you probably have to put the jingle there. Sorry, mate. Have you written down the time code? No, I'm just going to leave that in. Um, What, did you say something funny while I was gone? Well, I was sort of just checking if you could hear me. Um, So we've done... (laughs) Right, let's tick that off the list. We've done done vegan sausage rolls. No, I'm looking... I am actually genuinely looking forward to it. Because um, I used to bloody love a Greg sausage roll, so I'm quite excited. Um, not so excited, but I feel the need to to like have an opinion on the internet about it. But no, no, I'm looking forward to doing that. My, my, so my plan for today, mate, you'll enjoy this. Um, my day off, buy some batteries. So no, oh, not first. Talk to me. So first thing, so I've, I've, I'm going to record this podcast with you. Check. Um, I'm going to go down to the gym. Which is luckily for me next to the Poundland. So two birds with one stone there. It's Go almost to... like you picked it for that. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the gym, then get forty-seven batteries for a quid, which I'm sure will be very, very reliable. Um, then I'm going to wander up a little <coughs> bit, and I'm going to go to Greg's and have me lunch, which will be the vegan sausage roll. I'm going to come back, going to edit this podcast, which hopefully will be just literally putting a jingle at the start and the end, and uh, that'll be my lovely day off. So that sounds that sounds great. You're going to play any games? At the end, or do you think that's going to fill the day? Uh, well, like computer games. Yeah, I'm not really a gamer, mate. I, I did get Limbo on my. Um, oh, <laughs> a bit of tech news. You're, you're you, right. You you like to promote this narrative that you're not a gamer, right? However, however, in the last year, you've bought a retro console, bought a PS4, and given me about six recommendations for iOS games that you say are just like the best game you've ever played. Well, you probably are more of a gamer than me. You're, no, you're over-egging it. You're massively over-egging it. Um, I've given you, I, I've you're given not. you, those one, those are just you facts. one recommendation. Those are just facts. I've given no, you yeah, one you recommendation more, of an iOS game. No, well, well which ones? Well, some some things you tried to recommend to me, and like, oh, I've played it. You're like, oh, have you played Journey, John? Yeah, yeah i played it. Yeah. It's not an iOS game, though, is it? Um, no, no, all right, okay. <laughs> so... Just get your facts straight. Games, then. Just get your facts games. straight. Um, there are several other games on the iOS platform you have recommended for me, you bastard. Anyway, so the uh, I got lim- so I bought a Pixel Book, which <laughs> yeah. I think we did mention in the last. In fact, I was just, something's just come flooding back to me from the uh, the last recording, which was uh, testing out the OK Google on the Pixel Book. Um, the other thing that's flooding back to me is, um, which ties into your situation with batteries, is uh, me recounting the story of the text message conversation that I had with you, where you were like, oh, I'm going to buy this Pixel book for about 900 quid or whatever it was. Mm. Oh, and by the way, is it worth me hiring Solo for three quid? <laughs> and me trying to persuade you that you, you've probably got enough money that you can afford to take a punt on a film these days. You could also afford to go to Panama and buy some batteries. Yeah, I will. I'm going to. It's just I know, time. I know. It's just I know. Time. I know. Well, is it? could have got the batteries before Christmas. I know, I just keep forgetting. Um, I need to get some so you've na- got this Pixel book? Oh, while well, I remember, I need to get some nail clippers as well. Don't let me forget. Okay. Um, so I've got a Pixel... Okay, Google, add <laughs> nail clippers to Nick's shopping list. <laughs> I haven't got any of that set up. Um, so yes, I've got the Pixel book. I'm enjoying it a lot. And one of the things it does is that um, 
it has like a, an Android tablet mode. Right. Um, and I got Limbo, which right. is from the people who made Inside, which was the game I recommended you get. Right. Um, and I'm very much enjoying that. So, but I don't. But when I say I'm not a gamer, mm. I'm not a gamer in the sense of sitting down in front of a telly on my own with like a big like so I had some mates around last night and they're all talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and they're all absolutely like this is amazing and I'm listening to that going oh yeah that sounds great maybe I should get into that but I know I just won't sit and do it Um, but I do like gaming with my mates so I got a PS4 so that we can play all the games we used to play together when we're all around mine do you know what I mean but I wouldn't sit there on my own and play it's just not not my uh my choice of thing but yeah i thought you were about to say you're, you're not a gamer in the sense of you know like spending all your time on the internet shouting at women <laughs> no that's i mean i do do that but not within the context of a of, game. of games no that, that's very serious actually I'd, I'd i'd refer more to that as work if anything um so yeah for the benefit of the tape that's that is a bit let's just clarify yeah let's people think yeah let's say that's a bit yeah um <laughs> so, so speak, my last thing on Christmas, I think, um, yes. is that you, John, organised the work Christmas Secret Santa. I, I did. And you're, I, did. I know you're I've quite, seen this on the list of things. I don't know where you're going to go with this. Well, you're quite, you were quite keen to talk about the, um, the technical logistics of this in a, in a remote company and the service you used. Okay. Um, but I also want to talk about the gifts that we gave and received as well. Okay. I, I think I'm more interested, actually, in hindsight, of setting up the idea of what it is and then talking about the the, the difficult cultural negotiations around what Secret Santa is. Oh, company. yeah, go on, then. Because <laughs> so, I've got some opinions on this. <clears throat> so um, the TLDR on it is, is that I managed to organise a Secret Santa that spanned, I'm not sure if it was three or four continents. Yeah. Um, probably a dozen countries. Um, 32, I think, people, and all but three presents, I think, got there on time. And we, we, we met online and had a video call to open our presents. And it was all, it all, it all went like much better than I could have possibly imagined it could. And, Obviously, um, it was night time and you were on the call, so I was drinking heavily, which was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my last day, so I was, I was boozy. I mean, you say night time; it was four o'clock uh, UK. It was, it was dark, but for some people in the company, it was it was night time, so um, it was fine to drink. <laughs> it is twelve o'clock somewhere, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was. It's, it's one of those things where um, you kind of, if you think about it, and you think, oh, this might be a problem because we're a remote company you could get quite stressed about it. And then you realise that actually when you work in a remote company, you can make most things work pretty well and um, people are more on to go to offices. Um, But the trouble is, is that um, we got voted down as Brits about how Secret Santa works by, um, uh, I'm going to call it a powerful lobby coming from across the Atlantic. I'm not going to name or shame the Americans here. No, Um, the loudmouth Americans, yeah. No, don't don't (laughs) name or shame them. Uh, so, Nick, how do you think a Secret Santa should work? Well, for, uh, there's there's um, there's two key words in Secret Santa. Now, there's Santa, mm. which suggests you get a gift, and then there's the word secret, yeah, which sure. suggests that it's a secret. Yeah. That's yeah. that's essentially my hard line on this. And it is really a secret that you take to your grave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually... 
spoiler alert, quite literally, Amazon, who a lot of us used for this Secret Santa, actually ruined the surprise by putting the name of the person who ordered it in the package. Yeah. So, so in the end, everyone found out who their Secret Santa was. However, Except me. Mine didn't... I got mine... Mine was an Amazon parcel and it didn't have the person's name on it. Well, are you sure? Because what happened was, the only reason that I discovered my Santa was that there was a small packing slip buried in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just happened across it. And I know that my person who I bought for also had the thing. But the, but the, the issue we have here is that the Americans... Their cultural interpretation of Secret Santa is that it's a secret up until the point where you give the gift and then you say mm. that that's from me. What? Yeah. That's, that's... That's incorrect is what that is. That's literally not... The, uh, hmm. Think about how you would normally give somebody a gift, right? Yes. You would give, so let's say I'm buying you a gift. I buy you a gift, I wrap it, right. I give right. it to you, and when you open it, you say, oh, that's a thing that I either wanted or didn't want, and it's from Nick. So yeah. there's no secret. But we don't call that secret anything because I've given it to you. We neither call it secret the, nor Santa. The only difference it... between this interpretation of secret Santa and that is that when you get the wrapped gift, at yeah. that point you don't know who it's from, but as soon as yeah. you open it, you do. So that, which part of it is secret? I don't understand... I, I cannot get my head around the concept of the mm. second you open it, oh, that was from me. Mm. I think you're supposed to guess or something and then... Uh... Well, I would I would have been very successful if I'd have had to guess. Yeah. yeah. Your Secret Santa was pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so... So I used the software to randomise the, yeah. um, the setup and I, I literally had no way of uh, influencing what happened or setting anything up or changing anything. So, and um, don't forget put, those, those what, how many, how many all the email addresses into this system. How, oh, many, how many continents was spread across? Four? Four continents, about 15 countries, 32 people. You yeah, put yeah. it into some so, randomised software. Um, yeah. And who did you get as your secret Santa? <laughs> Nick Morton. Yeah. That's what you need, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and so panicked were you by this... But you assume the software was not working correctly. And you were anxiously asking everyone, did you did you get anyone like you I thought expecting? I thought thirty one people had been given Nick Morton, to be honest. That would have been the best day for me. <laughs> Right. No, aside from me getting me getting you in the draw, I, I had the power to open up the spreadsheet and check who everybody had. But I was locked into this idea of it being a secret. Yeah. And so I never used that power. I, I refused <laughs> to go and check who had been allocated to. Um. But I was really anxious that it had all that everybody was going to be sending a parcel to the same person. Yeah. <laughs> that something ridiculous like that would happen. And I'd be dri- driven out of town. <laughs> I'd have to resign. <laughs> In shame. <laughs> One of my favourite things was actually on the call, just watching you trying to control the group of people. When people started to open their presents early, before your allotted time slot that you'd given them. And you were... You're getting very anxious, and it was that well, was, that was the best Christmas somebody present. Somebody present in a call before the call. Yeah, I know. I was, and what you, are you doing? I, you were losing your mind, and it was delicious for me. 
Yeah, so the reason why the reason why there was an order, yeah. a running order, is because some people had to come and go from the call. So I was trying to accommodate there those people. Mm. No, you were in a nice way. I know, I know. You I'm not giving you any praise. Don't don't try fishing for praise from me. You got enough praise on the day. I'm not uh, fishing for praise. Yeah, you, you you are. Um, so it, it was it was very well. It, it did turn out very well. I unfortunately yeah. had to leave before the end. Yeah. Uh, but f- very just completely by chance and by pure luck, um, I got to open both my secret center and the person who I'd bought for opened theirs directly after me. So I managed to stay for both. Nice. Um, but yes, you were my you were my Santa, weren't you? And yeah. uh, and I would some, I genuinely would have known it was you if I'd yeah. have had to guess because um, mm. it was it was a deep cut of knowledge. It was, it was. So, do, you, do you want to share with the group what you got? Uh, well, you want a little bit of Lego, so that was nice. Yeah, um, I've got to tell you something about that Lego in a second. Go sweet. I'm, I was a bit intrigued about why I got two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and But you also got me in utero on, uh, mm-hmm. on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't checked if I've already got it, but I'm just going to still enjoy having it. So I, I thought you might not have it on vinyl simply because of where it sits in your history of music consumption. I thought yeah. you may not have got around to kind of getting a vinyl to replace it. And I, th- I um, think you're correct on that. Although I mm. do have a few Nirvana records. I know I've got Bleach and Nevermind. Um, on vinyl? Yeah, and oh. Unplugged, I think. But but you are you are correct in that assessment that my, my main vinyl purchasing was um, probably five-ish, ten years ago, in that mm-hmm. sort of time period, of uh, more contemporary stuff. Mm. So I don't have a lot of the classics on vinyl. Yeah, I mean, it's like, almost like I've been to your house a lot. Yeah, that's true, that's and true. seen what you've got. And, and memorised it for the, and, on, the, on, the, on the occasion that there might be a secret Santa you have to buy for me. And know your opinions about that record. And uh. <laughs> Well, it would be odd for me. It, would, it does seem a little bit odd if I haven't already got it, but I don't, I really do genuinely... I think I haven't. So, have you played it yet? No, 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 not yet. So we still got time to exchange it then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I haven't, I haven't opened the cellophane. I haven't used the MP3 download code that comes with it, so that's exciting oh, really? in this day and age, isn't it? Yeah, that's. that's I, I do that thing. I might post on Twitter going, "Oh, right, guys, I've got an MP3 download code for In Utero by Nirvana." If anyone uh, wants to get on the, wants to get my hot new shit. Uh, <laughs> Um, shout out to a friend of the show, Joe, for helping me out here because I remembered that you had some technical problems with your record player and I thought he might have been to your house more recently than, than me, so I did uh, reach out and say, is Nick's record player still fucked? No, I think... He says, I don't know, John. I know, I think you, you've actually been... I've not seen Joe for a while, actually. It's quite sad. Um, oh, well, that's... Um, I'm glad I brought that up. Yes, hurts me deeply, actually, just thinking about it. So, cheers Yes, you should go for a run. Maybe, yeah, you could uh, clear a wasteland. We, we live quite far away from each other. It's difficult. Well, you could run to his house. Yeah, that's what I said. That would be... That's not in my locker. I mean, you're half. There you go. It'd have to be about three halves. Um... The Lego. Let me on, tell you briefly about, about the Lego. I've made the Lego, by the way. I have opened and oh. made the Lego. That that was a, it was a nice build actually. So, some good stuff. So um, uh, yeah, it was. It, it was a nice kit of Lego, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> right. Bear in mind how paranoid I was about everything going wrong. Mm. Um, I also, when I was sending your stuff, I was like, right, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna pay Amazon to gift wrap it and anonymize it, which apparently they didn't do. No. Um, and. Uh, they're going to put it with the Lego. So the point of the Lego was to force them to pack it into a box that wasn't shaped like a vinyl. Gotcha. 
so that you would get something larger than a vinyl and deep. So you wouldn't possibly guess that you had a record. And I sent you a message through the anonymized <laughs> messaging system for the Secret Santa, which just feels like over-engineering considering that we told each other who we were. Mm. Um, I sent you a message saying, when a parcel comes from Amazon addressed to Nick's Secret Santa Morton, don't open it at all because when you see the shape of what's inside, it will give it away. Yeah. Or worse to that effect. Yeah. And then Amazon cucked me by um, sending both of those parcels separately. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have gotten a, a vinyl-shaped package anyway, which is a bit frustrating. But the other thing I want to say about this Lego is uh, I, knew that your, I knew that your record had arrived and I knew that your Lego hadn't. Uh, I was actually involved in another um, distributed Secret Santa project, which is through the podcast <laughs> Do By Friday. They... Um, they asked their listeners if they wanted to be in a Secret Santa, and I signed up for that. And I didn't get anything from my Secret Santa for quite a long time compared to everyone else in the in the group. Mm. So I thought maybe I'd been forgotten. And um, then it, finally, my Secret Santa from this project turned up. It was very very cool. Um, it featured a number a number of items. It featured a cool comic, which I'm quite excited to read. And it featured a running product, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. And then I thought that was that. And a couple of days later. Um, while I'm still expecting your Lego to arrive, a parcel arrives addressed to me and I open it up and it's the same Lego set. What? And I'm looking at it and I'm going, oh, they sent this to me, not Nick. What's going on? And then the same day you posted online that you just had your second Secret Santa present arrive. And I was going mad. I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? What's happened? What's going on? <clears throat> You accidentally so, yeah. sent me the uh, pair of Bluetooth headphones you're buying for yourself. Yeah. Bought yourself a Lego. No, so I, I got sent the same Lego set, the little snow guy, um, as, uh, as as you got. Wow. I've got to tell you about this running product, and I'm going to find a, a way of getting you a picture of it. Uh, the the Secret Santa for Do By Friday, you had to... to um, you had to give, like, a little five-point bullet list of things that you're you're interested in. And I basically said, I'm just interested in, uh, I, 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 like, um, I like running, I like um, playing games with my kids, and I'm interested in kind of daft stuff that I wouldn't buy for myself. Mm. And this person basically, oh, and I, said, and I said, I mentioned Lego, this person basically bought one thing for everything on the list. Oh, no. I know, they were so generous. And the thing that they bought for running plus, in brackets, um, things I don't really need, is a survivalist running bracelet which is made of paracord ropes right right woven together and it has a uh, uh, here we go sound effects clicky buckle right. can you hear that yeah it has a compass on it mm. it has a, a light for attracting attention it has a whistle oh, Jesus. yeah yeah for, for attracting attention it has a knife inside of the buckle it has a multi-tool with a screwdriver and a spanner mm. And it has a, a piece of metal, which it turns out one of the prongs on the clicky is a flint. Right. And I can use it to light fires. I mean, this this sounds great for running around Four Oaks. <laughs> Quite, mate. I wore it to Park Run last week. <laughs> <laughs> Scared all the volunteers. With your knife. Come on, running knife! <laughs> Got your running knife? Got it, yeah. 
can't leave home without my running knife. It's absolutely amazing. And um, somebody on the work secret centre got sent one as well. <laughs> yes, I see. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a link to this. It is essential for anybody doing uh, a mate. 10k run within the city limits of a major conurbation. Uh, <laughs> It, just, it sounds very cool as just a thing, right? It's it's a great object. It's it's a great object because I, f- I thought I'd found everything and the guy sent me a message going, no, you haven't found everything. There's more stuff in there. <laughs> uh, it's like a Transformer, mate. Perfect. Nice. Uh, Christmas is done now. We're done Christmas? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say oh, I do wish, like, as much as I enjoyed, um, and, and I'm sure you wish this as well, I wish you hadn't got me. Yeah, I, 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 what I like about Secret Santa is um, the social experiment of seeing what people think of you <laughs> by what they purchase for you, and, right. and like kind of how. Well, so what did what did you learn about what I think of you, Nick? Well, I learned that you know me quite well, and you bought something that you know would uh, speak to me. So hmm. that's why I knew it was you immediately, because <laughs> no one else in the company would go. Well, no one else in the company. I, I don't talk ever about like vinyl or anything. Right. So no one else in the company would buy me a vinyl record because hmm. it would be too much of a punt. It would be like, you know, not everyone's got a vinyl player. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. So, uh, so, so there's. As I obviously, I'm not being ungrateful about a gift. It's just that I like, I like, yeah, yeah. I liked having to buy for somebody that I knew a little bit. And had to yeah. really think about, like, oh, what would be, like, a good present for them? So I'm a bit sad that you didn't get to do that. Yeah, I would have quite enjoyed that. But, yeah, it was very, very much appreciated. There was no way, there was no way of fixing it once it was out. No, you couldn't. You couldn't it was in the wind, man. You couldn't have uh, sorted that, could you? No, no. You should, uh, we should do a, um, a runner pod secret center next next year. Yeah, who do you think you might get? See, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what blessed with pace things of you, mate. Yeah, from low, I imagine. Um, oh, I actually, I actually got my my uh, my secret center recipient was another friend of a show, wasn't it? I got Pablo, Pablo, who, Pablo, who, who last year posted the best mania halftime, if I remember correctly. Ah, great segue. Great Come segue. Yeah, it was ruined by you saying great segue, but still, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so, yes, the menu half's coming up in April, as I mentioned. Mm. I've not done any running for quite a while. Okay. Um, the, the the cold days and cold nights have, have forced me to the gym rather right. than the, the road. Uh-huh. Um, but it is customary, the menu half. Um, I'm still fit. But I think uh, it's now's the time to start working towards my uh, training. I think probably two runs a week should be sufficient for me. Which uh, which weekend is it? It's April the eighth, I think. Okay. So second weekend in April. So it's it's perfect for a twelve week training plan starting now. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not, it's not much of a plan. Uh, I'm just going to do two runs a week, mixed in with a gym, I think. Uh, my, I mean, my you know, by, by your count, mate, there's four months between now and then. Exactly. So, uh... Exactly. <laughs> I've, got, I've got loads of time. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, so, did I ever tell you... Um... <laughs> I thought you might tell us how the menu half works, go on. No, no, I was just going to... The, the time I did have a um, a training plan for, right. for, you know, the first half marathon I did, the Birmingham one. Yeah. Um, did you ever tell you that that got interrupted? 
um, for a few weeks in the middle because I had an operation on my penis. <laughs> no. Okay. No, that never came up. <laughs> well, it didn't come up. No. Um, yeah. The uh, Anyway, so that got interrupted for a few weeks. So hopefully that won't happen again. Because I don't think I've yeah, got... Yeah, sure. That would be good. I don't think I've got the slack this time round for, uh, oh, for a penis operation. <laughs> Can we cut this? No. I don't like it. <laughs> That's what they said. Anyway. Um, oh, what happened to you? What happened to your cock? No, we, we certainly <laughs> won't go into that. But um, yeah, it got, it got <laughs> disrupted because of a, a medical procedure. Um, so this time round, I'm, uh, I'm hoping that won't happen and I can get the full, the full 12 weeks of training in. Uh, it should, uh, should be fine. Are you uh, aside from the mania half, which obviously you'll be competing in, um, and we've still got the domain, so <laughs> I think we've got that for two years. So we'll do we'll do the website again this year. Well, we broke the budget on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll uh, we'll do that again this year. Uh, Tell people how it works so they can start training, please. Oh, uh, okay. How does it work? Uh, so on the weekend of um, WrestleMania, which is the weekend of the eighth of April. Um, we do a big run because um, I'm going to eat loads of food when I watch WrestleMania. Um, and you can do 5K, 10K, a half marathon, whatever you want nice. to do. The website's got um, an area you can post your times for each run. You can post multiple times if you want. Um, and we'll kind of publicise that a bit later on and maybe push and it. Probably send, uh, probably send anyone who competes a sticker, I suppose. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Um, yeah. Like we'll probably push it a little bit more this year because I think we built the website a day before last time. Um, sure. So we've got, we've got a bit more time. to got a bit more time. Just in time, mate. A bit more time to plan this time round. Um, I'm hoping I won't have a stinking cold. I think, I, I think a sub-two hour is probably beyond me with only... 12 weeks listen of to these excuses training. coming out here like oh no. oh I might not have enough time to prepare no, no, oh no. I had a cold last year oh what about my penis <laughs> this is these are all true things it's all true things I um my penis didn't affect me last year <laughs> good and good so um oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine yeah good the um the thing about the, the thing last year was uh I'd been training for a, a... I was looking back, actually, on my um, Strava to see... I was like, actually, when did I start running for it last year? And I've been I've been sort of, like, quite solidly running from, like, September, October time. So I'm a few months behind this year. Um, and I, I was... If you remember, I was... Four four months, apparently, mate. I was doing a... I was doing, I was doing, everything's four months. I was doing a pretty good pace. Yeah. And I was... Um, I had a few long runs, about 10 mile long that were sub two hour half marathon pace so I was fairly confident going in and then I had mm-hmm. the most horrific cold on the day and had to stop every minute to blow snot out of my face and it was uh, a bit of a bit of a downer but but I don't think I'll be able to get back into that level of pace again now right um but I think I should be I'll be able to do the distance um so yeah, my plan is my usual kind of like one short run in the week, gym work in the week, and then a long run at the weekend and just keep increasing that long run distance. That that worked for me last time, so I'll do that, I think. Uh, nice. But aside from the mainly half, uh, are, you, are you planning any other events this year? Are you going to go in um, for a ballot again on the old London, the Great North? Well, 
obviously we're not doing London because didn't get didn't he didn't even apply this year. No, um, just kind of forgot that was happening. Mm. I could go in the ballot for Great North, I guess. I've so I've nominally started a marathon training plan, but I haven't booked any, any events for it. But I just figure that I need to start training so that I can then work it out. Um, possibly Madrid Marathon is just at the end of April. Interesting. Yeah, I just need to actually... I, I need to get my head around my diary both like personally and work-wise and just sort of see how that might line up. Mm. Um, but uh, I started I started the plan this week, so I will be marathon ready from the middle of April. And essentially I'll just... Um, when I decide what event I'm going to do... I'll just kind of um, stretch the plan to, to hit that milestone. I think mm-hmm. that's that's my current plan because I'm I'm drifting around. Uh, other than that, um, so yeah, I haven't I haven't got anything booked. Um, I'm under some pressure to book a cycling event. I need to think about that. Well, I'm, which I've never done before. I'm I'm very tentative of a Great North bike ride. Oh yeah, tell me about that. Uh, so this is a friend of a show, Scott. Um, where he lives, there's a, a bike ride, I think it's 60 miles or 80 miles. Uh, and from it, it's from a place uh, north of Newcastle called um, Sea Houses. Right. Which is a, a coastal town, a fishing town. It's actually where I used to go on holiday as a kid all the time. Oh, wow. So I've got like this extra impetus to go up, back up there. That's and nice. Then ride, and then you ride down from there to Tynemouth, which I think is pretty much Newcastle ends, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So it's it's but things it's kind of so I was sixty or eighty miles down the coast, um, and it sounds, sounds great. Nice. It sounds doable. Um, and I, one of my little resolutions this year, not a New Year's resolution because they're bullshit, but just like a little thing, is I really want to get out on my bike more this year. I only went out for like four or five rides last year, and mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoy it. But I've just I just never kind of got around to doing it. So this is something you've resolved during January to do. Yeah, it just happens but to it's be not, during, yeah, not it's a New Year's definitely not a New, New Year's resolution. resolution no. Um, no, even though it's about the New Year. Uh, it's, but yeah, um, but my only thing I was talking about it with a mate yesterday, trying to g him up for doing it. And as I was g mm. him up for doing it, I was like, "Man, that date, that date, sure does sound familiar." And I think it's my cousin's wedding that day oh. on the day of it. So I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Ah. Oh. Next year, then. But I mean, we're not just cl- f- not close. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'll just have, just have to find something else. We'll get them to move their uh, wedding move to away, yeah. see houses. Well, you know, if they supported me, John, if my family were supportive of my <laughs> long-lived dreams to <laughs> to cycle in the northeast, for they a bit. would do it. They would. But yeah, if I can't make that, I do. I would quite like to do a cycling event. Um, because mm. I think it would get me back on the bike a bit more. In terms of running, I've got a list of Midland cycling events which I'm going to send you, which is essentially the shopping list I've been given of ones to choose. Okay, cool. Mm. Um, I think I don't think I'm going to do the Birmingham half this year. I think I'll probably right. do that Rutland half that I never got around to doing last time. Yeah, I'm not not bitter about that. I'm sorry about that, mate. But I, I will only tell you about that once. Uh, once I've um, finished it, once <laughs> I've signed up for it and actually paid the money, so that you know I'm committed. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would. I don't think I've talked about this since since I ran it. Um, depending on depending on when we did do that recording, did we did we do the recording after the last Birmingham half marathon? 
Have I talked about that on tape? Yeah, I think the last one was... Yeah, you, yeah the last one you talked about, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, because you talked about talk, weird, yeah, yeah. Did I talk about the Tough Ten that I did? I'm just looking at... No. A medal for that. <laughs> Come on. No, I'd recommend... I'd recommend that. That was a really good event. So Cancer Research have this series of, of events that they run that are like 10K distance, but designed to be uh, physically tougher. So it's it's kind of it's kind of in the space between a 10K event and a wolf run, mm. but without without kind of like um, obstacles and, and that sort of thing. Is wolf run the one that's got the obstacles or is that the other one? Uh, anyway, it's in that it's in that wheelhouse. So essentially, this was in the Peak District, right? And it was like run up the mountain and then run back down the mountain, lads. Off you go. Yeah, it was hard. That doesn't quite difficult, but it was really good. I really, really, really enjoyed it, and I, I particularly, I particularly enjoyed the uh, at the start they did the informal waves and they were, they they put us into groups and they said, oh, if you normally run a ten k in sub forty five go at the front, you're not going to run it in that, right. but go at the front, and then if you're normally like sub-55, just go in the middle, you're not going to run it in that. Yeah. And um, seeing some of the people who fancied their chances of doing it in that time, absolutely dying on a hill. Uh, <laughs> they're like, this is the hill I'm going to die on, my sub-45 time. <laughs> did did amuse me. I just rather. quick pin on the Wolfram thing. Yeah. Is there a more... Out obvious flex than mm. do you know do you know what my lingo means, John? Flexing. Uh, I'm gonna wait until the end of the sentence and then okay. work it out. Is there a more obvious flex than your man in the gym wearing his wolf run t shirt to train in? Um okay, I'm gonna say I don't know what you mean by a flex here. I think I do, but I want you to Look at you, you know. Because I'm very much the audience surrogate a little, here. A little brag, you know, you're bragging. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, your man, your man who's who's on the cross trainer wearing his Wolfram shirt is yeah. is really saying I'm better than this place. I'm just having to do this because there's no, you know, rough terrain for me to roll around. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, there were there were a few people on this run with um, visible um, Iron Man tattoos on their calves and uh, and stuff like that. And yeah, I kind of get it. I kind of get it, the Iron Man tattoo thing, maybe. If that's a thing you've worked a long time for and you've earned it, I'm not going to take that away from you, maybe. But yeah, there were a lot of... A bit macho, isn't it? It is a bit, isn't it? It is a bit. Mm. Mm. That other podcast, uh, that other running podcast, The Bad Boy... Huh? That bad boy running podcast. They no, no, no. They 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 really, really lay into people who've got Iron Man tattoos. Oh, okay. I might have to start listening to it again. (laughs) In a way, in a way, that's uh, that's a little bit mean because I just kind of think, well, it's that person's tattoo. Just let let them do what they want to do, mate. That's not your problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, so. Which one is Wolfrun? I don't know. It's, it's one of the muddy ones. It's either it, it's basically isn't it the same as Tough Mudder? I'm sure we'll get, I'm sure we'll get letters, um, yeah. but I don't know. I'm, I'm I, I group them of, together. I group them together. I'm kind of thinking I'd like to do one of those, but I don't know which one I'm supposed to do. Oh, it just. Well, I don't know. I don't know. My friends who do them love them so much. Um, friend of the show, Steve. If you're listening, can you tell us which ones, which ones, which, and give us some notes and some orientation around this field because it's not something I really understand. My worry about it is getting injured. 
Yeah. Because I, I think I'd be really annoyed if for the sake of running over a bouncy castle, I then couldn't run for six months or something. Mm, you've, you've got a, quite a big fear of injury, haven't you? Yeah. You're very apprehensive of it. Terrifies me. I, I, I'm carrying an injury at the moment because um, being polite the other day, there was somebody walking their dog. Yeah, unlike me, I know being polite. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I just kind of hopped off the pavement and hopped back on and somehow twisted my ankle in the process of doing that. Um, so that's a bit that's a bit tender at the minute. So, you know, I can't I can't run down a road, Nick, without twisting my ankle. Probably shouldn't do wolf run. You say that as a yeah, it's true. You say that you say that is as a politeness thing. I mean I think for me, if I'm running on the path, I would treat myself as if I was riding a bike on the path, which means I should give way to anyone who's just walking on the path. I I look I lump myself in with the um using the path deferentially group um well uh it was a wide path they didn't have to take it all up they could have they could have been polite and made some space and we could have probably all stayed on it but i i was deferent first and and got off the pavement so i was being polite mm. I, I think i'm i think i'm coming from the same position as you i'm, I'm worried that you're critiquing my use of politeness here well this is the barbed nature in which you uh <laughs> The bitterness in your voice as you said it, oh. laying a lot of blame on them. Well, they thing. went home. They went home injury free, mate. Yeah. Okay, so are we going to do anything together this year? I'm not sure if I'm going to bother with the Great North. I'll see how I feel. If I'm in, right. if I'm in running Nick at the time, I might put the bat in the ballot for that again. I think Rutland, I'll definitely do, um, mm-hmm. and train towards. In fact, I might sign up for that as soon as possible, so I have to do it. So I have to train towards it. Obviously, you've got the main half. That goes about being. Without saying, do you know what I mean? But um, have you got a park run over your ends? Uh, Leicester's probably the closest one, right? Which I'd like to do a park run, but I yeah. don't know if I'd be bothered to go to Leicester to do a five k. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If there was a park near me mm-hmm. in my town, right, I'd do it, and I'd do it every week. But I'd, how, I don't think. How I'd... close are you to Kingsbury? Because there's one there. Kingsbury? What, in Birmingham? Yeah. Well, it's not in Birmingham, is it? Well, it's, it's, it's far enough away for it to basically be Birmingham to me. It's on the drive to your house from my house, which is why I mentioned it. Yeah, no, it's still... It's, it's like a neutral ground. Leicester's closer. Oh, are you saying, right, we okay. should, are you saying we should meet up and do one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah maybe. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we can talk about that. In the summer, we could camp in Kingsbury. Ah, no, now... do the park run. Now we're talking... <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that was part of tick every tick every runner pod box. Yeah, go to decathlon, get some get some gear. Yeah, camp, get drunk, record, and then yeah. try and do a five k the next day. It'd be amazing. Yeah, absolute absolute vintage runner pod. No, we should actually do that. that sounds quite good. Uh, so I did my first park run over the holidays. Yeah, was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's um. It's a, it's, a, it's still a strange beast to me, though. This this kind of it's it's not it's it's not a race. It's not a race. You timed, oh, is it? Okay, what what, what are we doing? Um, so the certain park run, though, I don't think is I I I gather that it is not a typical one in that it's very hilly because mm. it's Sutton Park. Yeah, so it's quite it's quite a tough little quite a tough little five k course. It's a trail, it's, really. it's like a yeah like paths really. Well, it was it was all on on uh, apart from one bit. It was all on kind of uh, mixtures of 
of the cinder trails and the and the little tarmac roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was it was a toughie, uh, but it was it had a really nice feel to it. There was kind of people walking, people running, uh, very inclusive. And um, I think on Saturday we're going to try and do it as a family. So Karina's going to run it with Josh, and I'm going to walk it with Noah. Nice. It feels like it feels like you could do that. You could all kind of like go down mob handed, and then as a family, you could just kind of like string out across the field and and kind of all arrive in good time, but then feel like you've accomplished something at the end. Mm. So uh, I can I can see why it's so popular and um, why it's such a such a thing. I started four minutes late. It was amazing. You started four minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, my current my current park run. PB of of all park run events because I've only done one, right. and my PB for the certain course is twenty seven minutes and thirty one seconds. Because we decided that we'd run there, and we we messed up the timings, so we arrived and everyone had already gone. Everyone had already gone. We actually uh, we actually could see this. We could see them start, and it's like we're at least half a kilometre from the from this. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we so we we ran it. So we kind of like we we came in behind the um, behind the walkers and had to kind of wor- work our way through the walking field up into the middle ranks. And then we were sort of like pushing up towards the 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 lower end of the top. I think by the by the time we actually got in, because we nearly caught up one of our friends who'd gone off at the regular time. God, all right, all right, <clears throat> weird flex, but you know, okay, and then. <laughs> Yeah, but the best of it was I had a crucifying hangover and then I had to run home. Yeah, there you go. It's got what you deserved. And you, was, and you ran was, home and a, you got yourself a tattoo saying... It was a good day out. It was a good day out. I did enjoy it. Um, good. Well, let's pin that for another time. We'll, uh, so, yeah, no, so I'm looking, for, looking forward to going, going back for that. Cool. I think that's about it for today. Good hour. Hopefully yeah, I won't have to edit too much. So if you can remember how to do the outro... Oh, I didn't realise you were waiting for me to do something just then. Yeah, don't even um, finish the podcast, mate. Yeah, I know that it's not your forte finishing this podcast, but you know it's the one thing you have to do. Okay, um, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. No, you, no, no, what? no, do it properly. Um, uh, if you want to tell us what the difference is between a wolf run and a tough mudder, yeah. then you can tweet us at runnerpod. Mm-hmm. You can email us. On uh, weirdflex at runnerpod.com. Yeah. And um, we would very, very much like to hear about what uh, events you've got booked in and what cycling events we should look at. And can Nick say peace now? Peace. If you don't like a runner, if you're feeling a sad, if you buy your gear from Paran, then your fitness and tech chat. If you don't mind a little nonsense, and it's going on and on, if you don't look like a runner, Right, I'll jump straight in. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I had. <clears throat> no, no, I'm going to actually do the intro. I don't want to waste great content pre-intro. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. Hello and welcome to Don't Look Like a Runner, a long-forgotten... Pa- <clears throat> Brilliant. It's yeah, gone well. Great start, as per usual. It's like I've never been away. Right. <clears throat> right, one second. <laughs> Hello and welcome to You Don't Look Like a Runner, a long-forgotten podcast, casting the mists of time... Oh, fucking hell, what was I going to say there? This is just absolutely fucking... I should do this... I like, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the end of the tape. I should do this... Uh, I should do this away from you. <laughs> what? The, the podcast? 
please. Right, yeah, right, here we go, right. Hello and welcome to Don't Look Like a Runner, a long-forgotten podcast casting a vague memory. You can't use podcast to make casting, can you? That's really, it's not. Um, a long-forgotten show? No, you can't, it's always got to be podcast. Mm. Pod, a long-forgotten pod casting, that's quite nice. Mm, see, what, see what I've done there? Uh, that's quite, yeah, quite a, like, quite a linguistic uh, master. You, you would be being such a theologian. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I was, okay. 